Well, hey there, fellow nerds and nerdwells. I'm AJ, and welcome to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of fantasy fucknuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and dance around the boundaries of common decency. Now, as ever, I'm joined by the usual band of dice-rolling deviants. First up, coming to us live and direct from the mystical lands of Finland, is Mr. Matt Durant. Oletko Nanit Asini. Am I Nanette Asini, the famous uh, French singer? Damn it. No. Oletko Nanit Asini. Something about my nipples? Damn it. It's supposed to be, have you seen my donkey? Aseni. Ah, no. Repeat after me. Oletko. Oletko. Naet. Naet. Aseni. Aseni. Very good. You'll fit right in. Excellent. Great. <laughs> I'll be I'll be fitting right into the, the donkey sanctuary. Yeah. You'll fit right in with Finnish people looking for their donkeys. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it's commonly, commonly. It's the happening. first thing I learn in every single language. <laughs> Everyone's just walking around with a bit of rope waiting for a donkey to find to put on it. <laughs> Wow! You just point out it's it's considered very rude in Finland to point out that your your donkey is missing. So, <laughs> but it happens all the time. It's a, it's a cultural faux pas. Such a paradox. What the fuck? <gasps> oh oh oh! Listeners, who did I find? Blowing fucking minds, just like he likes to blow the flute. Surprise! <laughs> yes, Lewis told me that he could make it, so I thought I'd uh, keep it a little. <clears throat> there you go, listeners. You've heard his voice already. It is the Lord of Louche, the Prince of Perversion, the Sovereign of Sauciness himself. It is Mr. Lewis Button. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Have I missed anything fun whilst you've been keeping me waiting in the wings? Uh, I was attempting to uh, pronounce Finnish really, really badly. Oh, okay. So no. So, so, so no, no is the short answer then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no is the short answer. Right. You've heard him, our guest star. I thought you were on stage, buddy. I got postponed. Yeah, no. Didn't, didn't happen. Got postponed, didn't it? So um, oh. it's all right. It's okay because, you know. You follow me all the way around the internet. Seriously, do you know that thing like when you click on something and then you just see it everywhere you go? Edron Dagger is everywhere. Yeah, like a bad smell, like like crabs. Yeah. Is it crabs you can't get rid of once you get herpes? Herpes. Herpes. I, I mean, I think they're all pretty clingy. Like, you just dip it in yogurt. What? And then, <laughs> and then all's well. Next up, we have the bloodthirsty, greased-up little piglet himself, Mr. Chris Rag. How the bloody hell are you, sir? Oink, oink, motherfuckers. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Right. Next up, we have the spicy little nugget herself, Miss Chanel Williams. How you doing? Bonsoir, mon ami. Bonsoir, motherfuckers. And last up, we have a man who needs no introduction. You'll know him from his best-selling self-help book on kinky bondage entitled if at first you don't succeed <laughs> tie 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 me up again oh okay <laughs> that's good i'll give that a solid eight out of ten that was quite good 
How are you doing, buddy? Why would episode 100 be any different than normal, where I get an introduction that starts with, the man who needs no introduction, but he's going to good and goddamn get one? 100 bloody episodes. Do you know why I did some deep dive uh, research? I ended up on Good Housekeeping magazine looking at an article called 40 Fetishes You've Never Heard Of. Good, <laughs> good bondaging. <laughs> good bondage magazine. You don't want to read bad bondage. No. Da, 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 da. Bad to the bondage. That's just a subreddit. You don't want to go there. It's just a little loose leather, really, isn't it? Loose leather. Jesus Christ. That sounds like a daytime program for <laughs> pensioners. What the fuck is loose leather? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank uh, that's you. A, that's a 6A import on Channel 5. <laughs> loose leather. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, listeners, you've already heard it. This is episode 100. That is fucking wild. We've been doing this shit for 100 episodes, which I can barely even get my head around. Like, it is an absolute treat and an honor to still be here. I cannot believe how many of you still tune in week in, week out. I can't believe how many wonderful messages we get off you all. Um, I'm going to quickly read out a message from the one, the only Catman Jones. I said, uh, we'll be recording episode 100 tonight. Where did that time go? Feels like our podcast was still in nappies only a moment ago. <laughs> and Catman said, only a few months ago, you were all skinning a tabaxi village, found a druid, made friends with a goat, went to court, went to jail, stole a boat, met a mental captain, sailed the seas, met demons, instigated a rebellion, ruined a dinner party, stole another boat, and met vampires. I mean, that kind of sums up the last two years, right? I mean, I mean, when you list all of our flaws in a row like that, it makes us sound like bad people. You are bad people. <laughs> They'll come back to that. No. Lewis, you're always telling us that this isn't a clip show, so come on. <laughs> What's been your favourite moment? Probably from, a, uh, from your point uh, of view. That's really difficult. I don't know. I like, you know, when um, something's new and, like, the pilot's a bit rough around the edges. That's, I feel like that was true in the early ones where we'd be like, just, just, we'd, I don't, do we, we do, do we drink anymore? Do we get time to sit around and drink? I feel like that used to be the main, no, I don't mean us, obviously everyone, don't all show me your drinks at the same time. Yeah, fuck you, sober twat. <laughs> I mean, it used to be our um, first MO, you know, all the early ones, mm. first MO. I know. So where's the boot? I know it did. Now we, we're all hung up on baby bells, man. We're chasing the dream, aren't we? Chasing that sweet baby bells. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, so that's not a cocktail I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a bad cocktail. Let's be very clear. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a horrible. Who wants a waxy cocktail? You have to pick one moment. It's got to be my uh, insert clip here of... Um, Many the sweet let's call it the sweet corn trilogy. <laughs> which I th- oh yes, the the good, the bad, and the sweet corn. A fistful of sweet corn and a few cans of sweet corn more. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say <laughs> for a few corns more. If you have like a like like you know like a follow up like sh- a follow up show to this, that's what that show should be called. You know, like if you have like a, a yeah a fireside chat, that's that'd be a good name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. munching the corn. Our fireside chat show should just be called Munching the Corn. Yeah. <laughs> Chewing the niblets. There we go. Yes. That's, that's great. Do you know what? When you're not here, I sometimes drop in little references to Aristobulus, like holding on to the tin of corn or, you know, cocking his wrist ready to throw it or whatever. You know, you're always in our mind. 
Lewis, even when you're not here. I've got a few bits that you can pick from each week, you know. I'd like to leave with the goods while I'm not here. Quickly, anyone else got any standout bits? Uh, Tatty milking a cow. Yes! Interesting. Oh, Tatty milking a cow. I think for me, uh, the uh, the courtroom scene where uh, uh, Hanash uh, slid down the slid down the like witness box just covering shit everywhere <laughs> and then saying justice may be blind but justice is also covered in shit if we're doing air quotes it's got to be um aristobulus's don't make promises your fingers can't keep oh yeah okay. that's one of the most classic air quotes of all time i liked hanash in the courtroom when i think tatty was on the Witness box, possibly. Someone was in the witness box. And Hanash was just eating snacks in the crowd with a child. <laughs> just uh, just stealing food from... Literally taking food from a child. You bullied a child into getting his parents to get snacks in a courtroom, and then you bullied the child. I say I like the vampires. That was very entertaining. I didn't expect that to happen at all. No, neither did I. I don't think anyone... You would end up rounding off episode 100 as vampires. No, that was wild. I remember dropping Chanel in as a surprise when you... That episode has since fallen off the end of the podcast reel due to it being incredibly poor quality. Just like the shit that won't flush. Fighting the fucking bullet. Yeah. That was wild. How have we not mentioned the otters yet? The otters were pre-stream. Yeah, Matt killing his pet otters. Oh, God. A little family of otters. You met a troll. I can't remember what he was called now. Nigel. Nigel. Nigel the the rock troll. Oh, you thought Nigel was dying at one point, and then it turned out he'd just eaten a dwarf who was holding a lantern, and he was trying to shit out the lantern. Tatty's fingers being too long, (laughs) uh, or being too short. Dick nose. Dick nose. Dick nose was funny. Dick Nose really resonated with the fans. There was a period of time where Catman Jones was like Seth from Superbad of drawing big veiny dicks, but they were always yeah. they were they yeah, were yeah, always yeah. big veiny dick noses. <laughs> it was wild, and it and it still is wild. And every day, I will not lie, listeners, the concept that Belsiar is so unlucky in love. Like sometimes when I can't sleep at night, I lay there just going through the storylines in my head, and I think of the fact that. Belsiar has only really come close to knowing love twice and he's murdered both people. Had Shiv one to death in a prison in Oubliette with a sharpened rib bone and uh, I think you immolated your other lover, Al Gurundi, who deflowered you. Yeah, well, I, I, I think that's still up in there. I think yeah. we left that open for, yeah. that's for the court yeah. to decide. I mean, you've still, yeah. you've still got his blood. You've still got his blood and a vial. Yeah. Oh, I've just thought of a great moment. What about when, um, who was it that was about to get like beheaded or something? And did I get a homeless man to like throw a baby or someone? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was good. I was going to say that. That was, that was perfect. That was, that was amazing. I was like Assassin's, that was the magic. Assassin's Creeding. Was it you or Belsiar? I can't remember. But I was, ass- I was doing like a magic trick. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. That was it. I was Assassin's Creeding across the rooftops and I, uh, I managed to get a homeless man to cause a distraction by kicking a baby into the crowd. That's right. That was pretty extreme. Yeah. Oh, man. 
the first time like we only nearly died ever. It must have been pre-stream when Tatty nearly died in the vent. Is that pre? <laughs> oh yes, that was uh, you were on an airship. And uh, you were trying to you were trying to solve a murder, and Tatty worked I out, fell out the, the, the I, f- you I fell, fell out, out of the vent and landed landed on my dagger and like stabbed myself <laughs> in a locked room. <laughs> you were bleeding to death in a crime scene. That was that's kind of how it all began because you were on the airship, you found the murderer, you solved the crime, you you fought with him one on one, and rather than opting to like subdue him or grapple him or fight him fairly, one of you knob sockets pulled the airlock on the uh, ship and you sucked him out. Yeah. And then Hanash jumped out with a wingsuit <laughs> and ended up like, it was all, it was wild. Like so much carnage listeners. The problem is if we keep on going down memory lane, we're never going to fucking achieve anything. So we've got to. Uh, Give me the rundown. Give me the, what we, what we do and where we're at and why we're doing it. All right, Lewis. And for anyone else who's listening, all right, I'm going to freestyle this. Basically, what's happened recently is you were on the hunt for one of the, the four fabled Emmentals. You were looking for the fire Emmental, and you made your way all the way out into the Lycidian Ocean to an underwater volcano. And you're on a boat called the Lady Luck that you'd bought. Uh, it's like a sea barge. You came across a secluded island, which, for long story short, had a research scientist on it that Hanash ate. and. He was talking about these sort of historical tremors that have been coming from the underwater volcano. Long story short, the volcano erupted and a golden dragon burst out of it. Tati decided to appeal to the dragon's better nature and kind of dragons like eating uh, treasure and trinkets. So he gave it the, the sort of green bauble that, that you've been carrying around uh, for the longest of times. And the dragon flew off back towards the ocean city of Maritopia. So uh, the dragon flew out. The dragon basically has torched the ocean city of Maritopia. And your boat has just arrived in time in the night. You're on the outskirts of Maritopia and the dragon has appeared. So this is the final show. Well, I say final. That makes it sound like you're all going to die. Who knows? Maybe you will. This is the big showdown between yourselves and the dragon as you parked your sea barge outside the gates of the city. We're going to pick up with you all staring across this flaming wreckage of the floating ocean city of Maritopia towards the giant, sneering form of the golden dragon who is all teeth grinning at you. This is combat, people. We pick up literally on the edge of a chunky fight. Now, before we before we start rolling initiative, Lewis, are there any questions you want to ask? Because I appreciate it's been a few weeks. I'm more than happy to fill in the blanks. So we've got to kill a dragon? Yes. How did everything start burning? The dragon so far to it. Oh, so the okay, Cool. Um, anyone else vampires? Anyone still vampires? Hodash and Beltia. Are you guys good with that? <laughs> Bothered? It's complex. <laughs> Uh, complex. Are any of the other vampire um, characters with us in our crew? No. And we've got to kill a dragon. Pretty straightforward, to be honest. The only thing's worth noting, the Emmental is in in the chest of the dragon. Tatty noticed that in amongst the scales, he had some dry, flaky eczema, and one of his scales was the Emmental. So there's a, there's a double incentive to kill the dragon. 
Yeah, lots of things at play. I mean, normally golden dragons are quite peaceful and and uh, lawful. So there, there's many reasons why this dragon is interesting. It's a it's a young dragon. It's clearly acting out. Uh, you, you don't actually know what its name is, but uh, we pick up right on the edge of combat. So we're all going to roll initiative. Uh, right, who got twenty? Oh, fucking natural twenty, didn't he? Though. Oh, well done, you. Woo! Okay, Woo! so top of the round, it's totally up to you two. What? Who wants to go first? You can go first. Aristobulus, top. Then Maud. Okay. Fifteen to twenty. Anyone? Seventeen. Oof. Then the dragon. Then Hanash. Ten to fifteen. 10. 10, then Tati. 5 to 10. <laughs> 0 <laughs> to 5. I, I got my bad roll out of the way, so it's going to be net 20s from now on. <laughs> Does that make you the last person? Aristobulus, Maud, Hanash, Tati. Yeah. Oh, what I didn't do. Bad AJ. Bad AJ. Toad flaps? Toad flaps. We cannot forget about toad flaps. Toad flaps is initiative. Oh, toad flaps plus four to initiative. Toad flaps is ready for a fight. Rrr. Toad flaps also twenty. So Ooh. I would opt to put toad flaps. It's up to you. You can put it wherever you want, but I would put her at the top so you can maneuver stuff around. But yeah, yeah, she's driving the boat. So before we kick off, let's get some ground rules, listeners, because I know people are going to be crying later on. What are we doing with all the familiars? But you're going to say no biting, no gouging. Yeah, no biting, no gouging, no pinching, no flirting, <laughs> uh, no pissing in the pool. We have, we have, we have one rule to get out of the way: no touching of the hair or face. Now that's it. <laughs> Everything else is fair game. It's a nice little Anchorman joke. Mm-hmm. You're always making these cultural little touch point references. I uh, just. It's Anchorman. You must Cultural know that. of a film that's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that William Farrell bloke in it. Yes, I'm well aware. Like, it's a thing. I saw it once. I laughed once. Right. Anything else? Any other references you want to get in at the beginning? You know? I was going to... Kato can be... You know in Call of Duty when it says press X yep. to go to the overhead camera? That's what Kato's doing. He's just going in a circle. Oh, I see. Kato's like a drone. But please, before anything untoward happens, because this is a dragon, what are you doing with all your familiars? Let's just... Are you leaving them with toad flaps? Are you taking them with you? I thought we'd sent them... We'd either left them with toad flaps or we'd sent them below deck with the Aldani guy and the orphans. Right. Good shot. So they're all under deck. So that's... Yeah. Barbara. Keith, Cato, and Pacato. And yes, listeners, Gaspard the fucking spider. <gasps> I know Chris doesn't care about them, but Gaspard the spider. Didn't I get rid of him ages ago? No, you didn't get rid of him. He crawled up a child's nose for you, and you still, you still don't show him the love and affection that spider d- demands of you as a father. I left Keith with a final grenade just in case it all gets a bit dicey. Oh, and Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Hanging out with those children gets a little bit too taxing. <laughs> How does this end? It's like Vasquez and Gorman and aliens. 
just holding onto a fucking grenade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speaking of cultural touchstones. Right. All the familiars are with toad flaps. What I haven't done on the map is I think two of you are in the air. Currently, you're all on the boat. Are you happy to start on the boat or do you want moving up into the air? We could do like a halfway thing where they've just started to take off, but they're still Got near the boat, if that, yeah. if right. that makes okay, sense. So you're flying. Hanash, from last episode, it's important to remember you have two D4 bats that you'd summoned. Don't ask oh, yeah. me why you would do that, but you have done. So that's the thing. And s- did no one summon talk with animals? I don't think so. Right. Let's kick off. Top of the round. Toad Flaps in charge of the boat. What would you like Toad Flaps to do? I think if the dragon is in the like bottom right-ish at the minute, the boat yeah. will start to head will start to head up towards uh top left. Okay. I'd like the boat to because Tatty, Aristobulus, Maud, and Toad Flaps are all still on the boat. So I'd like for the boat to still be within thirty feet of Hanash and Belsia. That's no hassle. We can do that. They're still within 30 feet. So everyone else is still on the boat. Yep. The boat's heading top left, moving further away from the dragon. Cool stuff. Is there anything, A, that Toad Flaps can do as like a bonus action? Or she's hiding any wild fucking abilities that we could somehow use. That, w- that now would be a good time to say so. She's got a longbow. She's got a warhammer. Uh, she can cast Second Wind on herself. She's got Action Surge. She's an adept marksman. And she's quite good at bullying people. Okay, cool. We'll save those for now and we'll keep her on, keep her on piloting duty. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Toad Flaps is good. All right. Okay. Next up, we've got Aristobulus. Right. What are you doing? I don't know what the fuck is like Guardian of Faith and Death Ward. What are these? These sound incredible, but I don't have time to hover over them. You'll get tooltips. I ain't got them yet. They're in a document because Chris has been really. Yeah, because I because I because I had to do a quick and dirty character sheet so I could run Aristobulus. Ah, uh... they all sound fucking cool. <laughs> this is the most Aristobulus thing ever. He's dangerous. He just doesn't know why he's dangerous because he's so high. <laughs> so he remembers that he knows spells. He's just not entirely sure what they do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thinking through sort of some weird mental Rolodex he's got because he's old. Like, <laughs> Ward sounds like it's helpful when you're facing the dragon, but uh, I guess it's going to be magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> What's the range on magic missile? Because you're you're currently more than eighty feet away from the dragon. Oh, magic missile! The range is one hundred and twenty feet, so you could technically hit it. Yeah, fuck yeah! Right, I'm going to buy myself some time by firing a not so warning shot, and I'm going to go for the face. So that's, I think that's seven. Wait, I need to I need to add this up because it's because it's fucking. The magic missile from your robe of stars is crazy. Yeah, there it is. I think if you spend one charge, you can roll 7d4 plus 7 damage. Why 7? Fuck. D4, 7 times. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. And now roll. Roll, baby. I've got to add all of this up, or just the best one. Oh, it does it for me. Fantastic. 18. 18 plus 7. 25. 
fuck. Oof. 25. Wowzer. Right. As Aristobulus standing proud uh, on top of the boat, looking at the face of the dragon peering up over the palisade wall at the back, you just hitch up your britches, point your finger, flick it to the collar of your robe of stars and just go... <laughs> as you see beads of light arcing through the night sky. As they go... As you see the dragon go... As he falls backwards over the palisade wall. You hear him growl as he claws his way back up. You see burn marks down one side of his face. As you hear a, a low... <laughs> I'm going to like this. As you see him giving you a wicked grin, is there anything else you would like to do, Aristobulus? Any bonus actions? Oh, I get a bonus action. Chris, when you recommended um, Waterwalk, is that something I cast as a spell onto the crew? Yeah, I think it's an action. I can check for you. Thank you. But uh, Magic Missile was a solid way to go. I just thought of Water Walk because uh, it might help Belsiar and Hanash, and means that the rest of us don't have to be stuck on the boat if we want to. If we want to run around, vampires will die. Yeah, Water Walk's an action, so it can wait for now. I don't know. I don't really know what else you can do as a bonus action. To be fair, I can think of something. <laughs> There's old sweet corn, isn't there? <laughs> 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 now let me just have a look at my inventory see what's really good uh, but not too good how far away is it? more than 80 feet 80 feet oh I forgot I've got a um, quill and a letter from a dead colleague <laughs> <laughs> you got a letter from a dead colleague? with a question that I'm unable to answer <laughs> the question's probably do you know all your spells and what they do <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, that's in my own Oh, I've got the um, the anal beads. I'll use them as a trade later. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love the anal beads? Has anyone got a better inventory than me? I doubt it. It's fucking gold. I've got a little something or other. Oh, do you know what? Fuck it. Let's just lob an axe at it. <laughs> <laughs> lob an axe at it? It's more than 80 feet away. Yeah, but I'm feeling good. I got an, I got a natural twenty. I'm feeling I'm feeling strong. <laughs> All right, no, it's gonna have to be. A, can I do a spell? No, you've just done one. Oh, uh, it's got to be a bonus action. Yeah, you're not. So you've 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 already uh, you've already continued your action. If you've got any bonus actions, you could try and hide on the ship. You could give uh, you know you could hand something off to someone. You could say something pithy. There's only so many bonus actions you can do. Yeah, I'm gonna. Try. I mean, do you know what I've not done for a while? A bit of parkour. Actually, you know what Aristobulus does have your spiritual penis already already summoned. It's already summoned. from last week. So, as a bonus action, you could send it towards the dragon. I don't think you could get there and attack with it, but you could send it towards the dragon. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know it was already summoned. AJ left that bit out, a bit, bit of important news. But yeah, let's um, let's send in the troops, so to speak, which is, a, of course, a massive flying knob. Okay. What's the movement of it? It can move 20 feet. Right. There we go. The spiritual weapon has moved 20 feet towards the dragon. 
it is now Maud's turn. Maud, what are you up to? So, I'd like to flick it the V and then do Moonbeam, please. Phenomenal. So, flicking the V at it, as you say, is just a cursory action that doesn't count against everything. As you see, the dragon is almost impressed at your cockiness as he giggles to himself. As, um, can you mark off, what's Moonbeam? Is it a third level spell? Second. Second. Can you mark off a second level spell slot, please, Maud? Uh, as you cast Moonbeam. Now, from memory, Moonbeam is where a powerful beam of light comes down from the sky, almost like a spotlight opening up, consuming an, an area, and anything inside it gets roasted with ghostly flames. Is that right? That's pretty good. So uh, what kind of save does the dragon have to make? Constitution. Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much. Uh, Constitution what? Uh, if it's Maud's uh, spell save, it will it will be 13. Woof! The dragon gets 17 constitution save. I believe he takes half the damage. Boom. So, uh, 2d10 halved. I need to roll 2d10. Um, that's in the little dicey thing. And that's 11. 11. Right, half of that. I'll generously call it 6. Right, okay. As the moon piercing down in a tight beam opening up, almost like the beginning of Mr. Bean, if you've ever seen that. Just kind of like piercing down on the dragon as the dragon looks up with wonder in his eyes as his skin lights up in these blue ethereal flames and the scales start crackling. You see the dragon howl and roar into the night sky, a gout of flame going up with it as he glares at you with passion in his eyes. It is now the dragon's turn, unless you have any bonus actions you want to do, Mod. Um, what bonus actions can I do? I have to wait. Two weapon fighting, maybe not. Mm. Wait for it to get a bit closer, don't I? Yeah. Right, it is the dragon's turn, as the dragon is going to opt to scuttle down underneath the palisade wall. You see his head duck back down, lit up by smoking blue flames coming from the moonbeam. You see his head vanish behind the palisade wall, and you see him no more. Just a question. Did he start this? Um, Are we fighting him? Is he friendly and we're just antagonizing him? Or? I mean, he ran away from us at first, but uh, he went and burnt a whole town. Well, we don't know if that town was, maybe that town was really mean to him. Could be. He's not, he's not personally been a bad guy and we didn't us. see him burn down maybe he was just in a bar and accidentally knocked over a candle while kicking a dog and, we, and we've all been there maybe we're more alike than we would care to admit <laughs> uh... <laughs> as an aside would anyone like to make me a nature check I know that's not technically in the terms of combat but if everyone looks at Maud expectantly you you do oh, nature oh, natural 20 again he's just on a fucking roll natural 20 Woo! <laughs> Aristobulus, as you watch the dragon vanish behind the palisade wall, going back through your years of drug taking and debauchery, a thought weevils its way, worming through the synapses of your brain as it pings 
to the front of your mind as you rub the fog out of your eyes and you think, golden dragons are lawful. Do with that what you will. Right, that's the end of the dragon's turn. Hanash, you're up. Uh, how far away am I from the dragon? Last you saw it, you more than 80 feet, maybe 90. Um, Remember, you can fly. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to fly to around where G is. Um, so I'm going to fly under the canopy. And I'm going to, once I get there, I'm going to hide. Uh, how far can you fly? 60 feet. So if dragon's about 90 feet, then I should be able to get ish to G, maybe? Or or F, if I can't get to G. That's probably closer to us. You can probably make it somewhere to like H or the burning boat in the middle. Yeah, I'll go to uh, H then, please. Are you flying high or in a straight line? Uh, I'm flying quite close to the water. Uh, in a... Okay, so you're flying low, okay? Yep, yep. you're staying low. No worries, you're now pretty much on top of the letter H on the map. Uh, are you doing anything with your action? Yeah, I'm going to take my potion of heroism now. I've got time. Okay. Heroin? It's heroin. just heroin. Uh, heroin. I take my heroin. You take <laughs> your belt off. I I, uh, I heat a spoon. I don't know drugs. Maybe that one? <laughs> or do I do the needle thing? I don't know. <laughs> I eat Wow. It. So culturally sensitive, this podcast. It really is. <laughs> God almighty. Episode 100, when we got cancelled for being insensitive to, to people with substance abuse. Uh, right. So, yep, you're, you're, you're doing train spotting on the roof of a burning tent. That's one fun. You're literally chasing the fucking dragon. Yeah, boy. Oh! Hey. Name of the episode. Well done. Thank you. Well done. I um, I use my bonus to hide. I will say because the dragon doesn't have a direct line of sight to you, you don't need to make a um, check for that. You can just, we'll say you just hide. Okay. Cool, thank you. Remind me that you're hidden if anything comes up. That's fine. Right, going back round. Tati, you're up. How close is the boat to B and the and the canopy wall thing above that? Uh, you're, you're closer to A. You're about uh, 15 feet from A. Okay. I would love to try and get to that cannon above C at some <laughs> point to see if I yeah, can... See if I can use it. But, okay. What I'm going to do first is I'm going to take out the iron flask that I've had in my inventory for absolutely forever. Yes. That Brannigan the Brown said there's something nasty inside of it. Fuck, he did. Was it Brannigan the Brown? Yeah, it was Brannigan the Brown. Gosh. He refused to tell me what was in it, and now we get to find out. That's because he fucked up his garden. Well. Murdered his gardener, didn't you? Well, he should have had more about him than just being an Airbnb host with a garden. Hanash blew up Brannigan the Brown's hedge with dynamite <laughs> from memory. No regrets. Yeah, that sounds like us. Um, so I will roll to see what it is. All right. So you're getting out your 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 metal flask. Okay. Yeah. So we said that there, there's definitely something inside of it. So if mm-hmm. if I get if I get yes. between one and fifty, technically it's empty. Can I re-roll if it says it's empty? Oh, go on then. Oh, oh, you. Oh, you. 
Okay, that's 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 that was a fifty bang on. Let's see what that is. Okay, now now I have to do some searching. See if I can find this. What's it called? Uh, Invisible Stalker. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! That's that's got a decent amount of health. All right, okay, okay. According to the item, it obeys my commands for an hour. So when it when it pops out of the flask, I'm going to say, "Find the dragon and kill it." When the dragon's dead, go home. Okay, Tatty, you pull the iron flask, looking up at where you can no longer see the dragon, the fear creeping into your heart, the ice in your belly. You reach around in your pockets. You pull out the iron flask that you've carried on your possession for years. Shaking it, you pop the lid off, peering into it with your eye. You think you can see something squirm as you pour it like a drinks libration. Nothing happens at first, and then ever so slowly a white wisp comes out the end, entangling, almost like white linen pouring out, almost like the sheet of a child's impression of a ghost. You see the tangled form of white ethereal cotton hanging in the air as it broils and swirls, turning into a physical form of a... uh, Almost portentous-looking evil spirit just flapping on the breeze as you stare into the face of this creature. Most would be terrified, as you remember, Brannigan the Brown told you that this creature would be at your will as you send it off. It, it will move at your initiative. So uh, looking at this, an invisible stalker, never heard of one of these before, moves, it can fly 50 feet. So you want to move it 50 feet. Yeah, I'll send it 50 feet towards where the dragon was last. It's invisible as well, so attack rolls against it have disadvantage, and it has advantage on attack rolls. That's wild. Oh, baby. It can also only do slam attacks, which I think is pretty sexy. Everyone's wanted to slam a dragon. I'm going to see if I can find a place on the boat where I can a place on the upper deck of the boat where I can where I can hide uh behind uh like a a wall or something uh part of the deck you find various crates and rigging that has all been just left coiled up as you 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 hunker down behind it I'm not going to make you make a roll because as far as you can see nothing can see you. so uh right that's you tatty I think unless you've got any other small actions you would like to do no there are no small actions, only small characters. Amazing. <laughs> God. Hallmark card time. Uh, Belsia, you're up. <laughs> Can you say that in your Werner Herzog voice? TTRPGing is a complicated profession. <laughs> no? No one? No, that's Alper Palpatine. Fully operational Death So, so is, the, is the dragon out of sight now? Can I just fly over and try and find it? Yeah. You can fly high if you want. Yeah, high enough that I can see everything. Okay. You want to stay above the boat, yeah? Well, I've got 60 feet of flying speed. So if I can kind of get some height 
I guess I just fly at 45 degrees towards the dragon. Got it. Or where the dragon last was. All right. As you take off into the sky, everyone looks over in awe. Aristobulus still rubbing his eyes, thinking he's high as he's watching the crocodile fly through the air. As you see, the dragon is scooched down in the little recess to the left of G. As it snares at you, baring its teeth as it sees it's been rumbled by a flying crocodile. Is he not a bat? No, that's what I thought. But then I remembered we'd cast fly on ourselves so we can... We can fly as our full vampiric forms. Without dropping without dropping all your clothes. <laughs> without being naked. Unless you want to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless we choose. Um, can I... Now, I've just noticed this particular weapon has a one-minute warm-up time. <laughs> but I th- think I mentioned it last week. So I'm going to say I switched it on before the battle. And that is the squealer homemade laser. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say you had as you as you pull the shiny form of the squealer out, which is an which Lewis is an incredibly experimental weapon. Oh yeah, it can either do hideous amounts of damage or kill everybody. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, that's a that's a thing that's currently floating around. Right. It is the end of round one. Wait, don't I get to? Do a thing. He should still have his action, I think. What what thing would you like to do? I'd like to shoot my my fucking laser. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All right, go on, shoot your laser. I apologize. Sorry. Yes. Right. It's a plus. I like this. It's it's a it's a plus two to hit, but it does the same damage if it hits or not hits because it's a giant laser. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, so that's twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one to hit. Oh fuck! It says damage D one hundred radiant. <laughs> Still makes damage roll on a miss. Still makes damage on a miss. <laughs> yeah. Does that kill us all? <laughs> is it is it a Chernobyl situation where like it's just everything for the radius? You still roll the D100 on a miss because it can still blow up. You don't damage on a miss. You still have to take oh, the risk I of the weapon it. blowing up on a, on a miss. So you've hit, oh, I'll good. tell you yeah, that much, like that. but that doesn't yeah. mean the weapon doesn't blow up. What's the weapon called? The Squealer. This is, this is the laser gun that he made with the small uh, gnome, uh, Roger Squeals. He rolls a D100. If he rolls a zero, 0 the weapon blows up, pretty much killing you all. If he rolls wins, any multiple of 11, if he rolls 11, 22, 33, etc., it jams and anything else. Is this, is this just our cannon? Isn't it, this can't be D&D cannon, surely? No, 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 I made this up. I was going to say, so fucking silly. Like, surely... <laughs> Even, <laughs> it's like rules of 11, like, what the fuck? I love it. But, yeah, clearly this was from the perverse, twisted mind of AJ, not. I'm loving that reaction from Matt. It's a, it's a holy number, 77. Oh, no! Oh! 77. Wowza. Oh, that is good. Is it good? <laughs> That's kind of good, but it overheats. So I can't use it for 10 minutes. You've now basically um, 
lost the weapon. It's it's overheated. It will it will not probably come back within this battle uh, for ten minutes because each round is six seconds. That's fair enough. That was a a godly chunk. As you see, it goes boom as a beam of concentrated energy fires out the front of the cannon. As you see, it blow a hole in the chest of the dragon. As you see him like grab onto the palisade wall as a smoking crater appears to the left of his chest as he pats it with claws trying to put it out. You see him like coughing up black ichor out of his mouth as he looks at you and says, you'll pay for that. Who speaks English? Interesting. Yes, I speak English, you racist tiefling. Oh, (laughs) we should have probably clocked that when he started doing it like half an hour ago. Good old colonialism. I, sp- I speak draconic, so I thought... Yeah. So very delete there, AJ. Well done. Should have known we were going to get that. Back round to the top. Toad Flaps' turn. What are you all doing? There's the map. I would love... How high is the 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 wall on the outside of the city? So say if, say if I asked Toad Flaps to drop me off at like A or B... Would I have to like? Would I have to like jump and climb up the wall to get over it? Uh, I think we said it was about twenty feet tall. Okay, what like twenty feet above the boat? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. No, twenty feet above sea level, so fifteen feet so above he, the boat. Oh, so yeah, even less. Um, that makes sense. I'm gonna get Toad Flaps to move in towards A, um, so that I can so that I can jump off. Head over there. Do you want to be on the inside or the outside? Because if you go to A on the left-hand side, you'll be on the inside and you could just step off. No, we'll stay on the outside. I've got a way that I can get over get over the wall. I think for the boat's movement, that'll probably be it for this, for this turn. Is Toad Flaps able to take an action as well as, as, well as driving the boat? Or is this... No, that's, that's definitely okay. her action because she has to concentrate on it. She could do something else rudimentary, like wave a hand, say something, wave a flag. She's got bonus action as well, not that any of those are probably other than drinking potions. Yeah, I think if she'd, if she'd been hurt, she could probably use second wind, but I think she's all right at the minute. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll probably do it for Toad Flaps' turn. Should we grab a quick drinks break before, before we carry on with the next round. Okie dokes. Right, we will be back in five minutes. Can I grab a drinks break? And then we will get into the meat of the action. True crime, conspiracy theories, political ramblings. There's none of that on the brand new Adventures Anonymous Patreon account, but we do have exclusive content for our Patreon subscribers. Maps, artwork, and flash fiction from the AA Cinematic Universe. Puzzles, one-shots and interviews. Live streams with the Adventures Anonymous cast. With a Patreon subscription from just £2 per month, it's a great way to show us you care. Because we care. Go to patreon.com and search Adventures Anonymous Podcast. <laughs> Ayo! Ayo! Excited to get into the action. I know, right? I like the way you positioned yourself right in the thick of it. I've got plans! Grand plans! I'm still not convinced that this, that this dragon is bad. I don't know why we're trying to murder it. <laughs> Killed a bunch of people. Yeah, but they could be bad people. Haven't we all? 
Haven't we all? I mean, we met most of these people. They were, at worst, boring and bureaucratic. I mean, we killed half of these people already. Yeah, you did. True. Also, I just wanted to fight a dragon. <laughs> we we haven't asked. It. We haven't spoke to it, have we? We don't know who it's fighting for. No. Right. I'm going to speak to it. I've got to talk to animals. Are you going to burn a action slot for that? I am. When it's my turn. So next up is uh, Aristobulus. Ah, uh, see, so yeah, I had Mars idea, but um. I'll let you have it. Go on. Well, I was thinking, am I allowed to? You're not allowed to bomb it. Oh, then I've got to talk to it. <laughs> no. Don't be hasty. <laughs> Do I get to use an action to call over my spiritual weapon? Can I get on it and go to the dragon? I mean, you can ride your spiritual weapon. Yeah. If you, Well, I mean, you're going to have to call it back because it's already 20 feet away from you. So you've moved it 20 feet out. You want to move it 20 feet back. I'm asking if that's all an action to get on and go to the dragon. Well, no. Oh, it, it'd oh. be... Come on. You can move it 20 feet back oh, to you. You can get on it. Not. And then you can't <laughs> move it anywhere. Clearly, like, does running a lap. Is it is that no. one thing like asking it to loop round and I jump on and go to the dragon? But it only moves twenty feet. The dragon is like eighty or ninety feet away from you, and your your giant blue phallus is twenty feet away from you. So you this this isn't like phallic driving school. You know how to control. Wouldn't that be this a guy. better show? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be? A- <laughs> this is the 100th episode. If we're going to lose everyone, it'll be chasing the chasing the dragon in phallic driving school. I like, it's like Doctor Strange love, just holding onto a giant foreskin. on phallic driving school, <laughs> and whatever Kong Stars was or whatever, they're the three offshoots so far. <laughs> phallic driving. All right, phallic Corn Wars. So, right, no, I'm not going to do. It. What's Actually, happening? You won't let me do it, so I'm not going to do it. I'll let more top the dragon, and I guess. I guess I'll do something else. Um, who's who's with me on the boat? Aristobulus, you're with Tatty, Maud, and uh, Toad Flaps. Belsia and Hanash have flown off. Not to jump too far ahead, Maud. How are you getting there? You're going to fly over and then talk to him? Well, I can just use talk to animals, can't I? He speaks English. He does, yeah. He speaks English. You could just talk to Anybody could talk to him, but... He might be a Geordie and you speak English, hence you need, like, linguaphone to understand the fucking word he's going on about. But... <laughs> no. Did you just offend everybody in the northwest of the country? Wait a minute. Did... <sighs> fucking hell. Did you just say, did I just offend everyone in the northwest? I think you just offended everyone from fucking Newcastle that's on the <laughs> east coast, famously. Like, your geography <laughs> is abysmal. Seriously. <laughs> the whole north is offended now. <laughs> The whole Northwest doesn't give a shit where Newcastle is. Carlisle's shrugging it off. Blackpool shrugging it off. Lancashire. Yeah, Blackpool don't give a shit. <laughs> Essentially, like, I don't think they care. Guys, I just heard everyone hates us more than Putin. Oh, <laughs> wow. He cancelled us a long time ago. Right, Aristobulus, what are you doing He's with your turn? Gravy do go together, and I don't think it's getting, I think it's getting a bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> Aristobulus, you must have more spells. You gotta have something. You're out of sweet corn range. I don't feel like my poutine joke got enough love. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I get it now. Jokes are always funnier when you explain yes, them. See what I did uh, was I <laughs> let me explain it first. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. Let me tell you. AJ, can you just cut between the laughs so there's a laugh track there? That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just go again. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna use my action to. I guess I'll just move the rock closer to him. I don't know. Do the water walk. Actually, couldn't I? That's probably more helpful to cast um, Water Walk. So I'll cast that for the homies so that the vampiric amongst us don't die if they go flying into the water. Well, they can fly anyway. They can fly, but they'll die if they hit the water though, right? Yeah. Yeah, then I'm going to cast it to look after the homies and then I'm going to move the the scary flying blue cock closer to the... Closer to the okay. Yeah. So, who, uh, how many people can you put cast water walk on? Let me have a look for you. Um, uh, <laughs> how many you got? Yeah, how many you got? I got loads. I got level up to ten. Up to ten to ten all day. Just all of us. All right, water walking. It is. Everyone's got water walking. You get water walking. You get water walking. You get water walking. Everyone gets fucking water walking. Cut to us, cool anime running across the water. Oh, we like to use talk of animals. Again, he does talk English, speak English. Just <laughs> I know, but the difference between talk with animals and getting to him, I've got no way of getting to him. Oh, fair play. Wait, you have to, does it allow you to get there? If only sound yeah. travelled. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, I can talk to him in his mind. Oh, <laughs> Wait, what's your oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're finding some weird loopholes and I things. I think you're technically correct, which is the best kind. Incredible, then, Sean. Fair play. I just thought you. Fucking looping. I'd like to use the best known quote from the best known film in the world and ask him if he is friend or food. <laughs> Bold. From Finding Nemo. You hear a voice rattling around within your unconsciousness. As you've channeled Speak With Animals, you reach out across the waters. At first, all you can hear are the millions of organisms out in the ocean. You can hear the jellyfish. And you can hear the horny dolphins. As you just see like a horny dolphin just shoot through the water underneath you. As you reach out, you can hear a particularly sad-looking swordfish who's lost his partner recently just drifting through the waters under Maritopia, and then you hear it. (laughs) As you reach out your voice in your mind and ask him whether he's friend or foe, he says, I have no interest in you. You took away my favourite toy, so I came to find new things to play with. Sounds bad, guys. I'd like to ask him if he'd like some honey. Make me a persuasion check. I will. Perception performance persuasion. Fuck. Can I do it again? No. <laughs> That's your inspiration. It's going to turn me into like tiefling on toast. <laughs> um, I've got a six. You got a what? Got a six. A six. <laughs> you hear a silence for a long time. Just the longest time, just just kind of like uh, 
just the longest silence. All you can hear is your heartbeat. And then you just hear him say, there's no need to take the piss out of me. Oh. I'm diabetic. Hello. I've never had to have jam. Never had chocolate spread. I've never had honey. Oh. I've never even had fucking lemon curd. And no one even likes that. Oh, I do. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. If you do decide that is worth the uh, worth the glucose coma, um, then I have some here. Thank you. And I'd be willing to share. It's fine. I'll be snacking on you, so I'll be careful to not eat the honey when I eat you. Thank you. <laughs> right. What What have we got next? Any 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 bonus actions? Is that it for you? I'd like to send my bees off to him. <laughs> this is going to get so fucking. fucking confusing. Okay, we've now got three things. We've got so many things in the air simultaneously, but go on, listeners. This is the 100th episode. Can all of the bees roll initiative? There's absolutely no chance we're finishing this at 10 o'clock, so this might end up being a two-part episode, I warn you. Right. If Maud wants to deploy her bees, what's the range of your bees? Not a fucking clue. Sounds like a Google search to me. 40 feet. Bees can't fucking fly. Come on, listeners. They may nominate a 15-foot a 15 15 cube anywhere within 40 feet of their current position. What are you looking at? Belchcrack's beehive. Oh, right. Wicked. Okay, I wrote those rules, listeners. Or maybe Chris did. Did you write them and I wrote the narrative? I can't remember. No, you definitely wrote them because one because the poison damage is 1d5. Stop blaming each other, it's 40 <laughs> We don't like it when daddy and daddy argue. <laughs> don't call me daddy. <laughs> hey, you wrote the best-selling book on bondage fetish, all right? Daddy self-love. Daddy self-love. Daddy self-love. Do you know what? Do you know what I like on my sausages? Bit of daddy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> one for the Brits. <laughs> oh god, yeah, wow. one for the Britons. <laughs> what are you, a Roman? <laughs> Who's ever called us the Britons? I call us the Brits. <laughs> okay, 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 listeners. Fuck, this is tense. Okay, that's the end of Maud's go. The bees are on the move now. The dragons. Bees have been deployed. The bees have actually managed to catch up with the flying penis. As a weird, <laughs> in a weird case of aerodynamics and physics... That's just a great sentence. No one said that before in the history of the English language. <laughs> the, bee- <laughs> the bees have caught up with the giant spectral penis. Like, I don't want to make you self-aware, Lewis, but your cock travels slower than a swarm can we, of bees. Can we have the... Um- Flight of the bumblebee. So, <laughs> 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 the flight of the cock bunk. <laughs> 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 um, sure, the flight of the pork hood. Right here we go. It is the dragon's turn, and the dragon is not happy. The dragon is not happy. What so fucking? ever. He is going, you see a roar coming up as you see the dragon burst up from behind the palisade wall. You see the smoking hole, the crater still in his chest 
from where the squealer blew a hole clean through him as he's still leaking ichor and gore out of himself. As you see uh, scars down the side of his face where Aristobulus's magic missiles impacted into his skull. As you see him take off into the air and fly over to the person who did the most damage to him over to Belsiar. As you watch him fly closer and closer and closer to Belsiar, anger in his face as his wings beat. As Belsiar, you look up and you see almost like an eagle coming in to grab a salmon. You see his wings fell back, his claws come out as he swoops down onto you. He's going to make a multi-part attack against you, Belsiar. Now, remember, you're up in the air, okay? He gets to make three attacks, one with his bite and two with his claws. So the first one is going to be a bite attack with his razor-sharp fangs. He gets a 24 to hit. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, that hits. (laughs) I was going to argue the toss because it's like, well, a vampire technically has armor class of 16. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, you got lucky. Uh, he, you feel a crunch as teeth shred into your body as you feel internal organs punctured as you take 14 points of piercing damage from his teeth crunching into you as you hang loosely in his mouth as you, his teeth eject, leaving lines of ichor and blood as you flail in the air dripping blood down into the ocean. He takes his first claw attack against you. He only gets 14. Oh, no, to 14 hit. to hit. Uh, I, yeah, that meets it. Beat, wait, hang on. You're still wearing your armor. Well, yeah, I don't, I guess we haven't just, I'll, I'll take. You're not flying naked. You still got your armor on. Yeah. So that doesn't hit. Okay. Dodging to the left. You see a claw rake through the air where you were, but a mere moment before as you watch blood dripping down your front and just splatting down into the oceans. You could almost swear you could see an internal organ. As a claw comes from the other side, so distracted from the left, one blats you from the right. 22 to hit. That hits. You take 21 points Oof. of piercing damage from a claw. Yeah. Oof. How are you doing over there, Belsia? Still standing. Raking claws slash across your chest, opening you up to the quick, as just gore and viscera is dripping out of the front of you now. As you look up into the dragon's face, he's enjoying this. There's a look of wicked happiness. As he now feels tit for tat, you blew a hole in his chest, he's opened you up to the bone. It looks like he's enjoying himself now. Is this the end for Vampire Belsia? Blah. <laughs> I love to count. I want to stay alive. <laughs> right, that is the dragon's turn. Hanash, you're up. At least we can heal 20 each turn, which is quite nice. Oh. I can do a healy thing. It pays to be undead. <laughs> it sure does. It really does. All you have to do is suck on a stranger occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'm going to fly to the vampire's face. I'm going to bring my bats with me. Come, bats. What? what? What's your flying distance? 60 feet. 
Gotcha. You can do that. So I'm going to get like to its eyeball, and I'm going to I'm going to use one of the um, one of the things we saw in the message earlier, like what I can do with my maneuver. I'm going to take a coin out of my coin pouch. I'm going to flick it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to say, "Aces are wild," and I'm going to use my blunderbuss to shoot it in its eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a level of role playing I was not expecting. <laughs> love that. I'm po- I'm point blank as well, uh, but I don't roll disadvantage because I've got the gunner um, attribute. I don't see how you can miss with a with a blunderbuss at point blank range. You'd have to be some sort of. <laughs> oh, you're about to find out. Well, see, so you meant to roll disadvantage if you go point blank. But... Yeah, I know. Yes, I know the rules. I was merely saying. Right. Uh, I'm going. Okay, I'm going to use my. Um... Oh, what's the good time thing? I'm going to use my inspiration to re-roll this because I got a shit roll. So that's my inspiration gone. Oh, your inspiration from role-playing as a vampire last week. Love it. That's coming handy, isn't it? Exactly. So I got... I got 21 to hit. Hit. Cool. So that's 15 damage. 15 damage. Oof. Very good, sir. Eyeball damage. I'm gonna. I've got another attack, so I'm gonna do the same uh, to the eyeball. Uh, I'm gonna take a five uh, hit to my um, hit dice to get ten damage if it goes through. So that's seventeen to hit. Misses. The first shot blasting across his face. You see him pebble dashed with shot as he howls and closes one eye as he swoops down as your second shot. Christ knows how you reload a blunderbuss so quickly. Uh, blasting across the top of his his head, missing as that. Have you got Have you got anything else you want to do? Yeah, so, anything else you can do. So with, with my gunner feet um, attribute as well, I don't have to reload. So um, that sorts that out. What? <laughs> I spin it on my finger and it gets reloaded. You just do a, a Terminator reload. Yeah. <laughs> With my bonus action, I'm going to get my swarm of bats to fly in the face of the dragon. So it hopefully distracts it and maybe gets a disadvantage on something. Yeah, as you see the bats swarming around the dragon's face as it claws and claws and claws, trying to get the annoying bats. The dragon is now surrounded by bees, a penis, bats, and <laughs> an orc and a flying crocodile. Sounds like a party. A dragon walks into a bar where there's a where there's a half orc, some bees, a bunch of bats, penis, and a penis. There's a penis at the bar. <laughs> I don't I don't have a punchline. I was going to say if you can find a punchline and all that, you you should be on like you should take it to the fringe. Um, right, come on in, Tatty. You're up next. Uh, okay. Let me take a look at the map. So. While we are parked up near A, mm. Tati is going to jump off the boat and use the slippers of spider climbing Ooh. to get up on top of A. Yep. And then start heading towards B. Uh, let me just count out. What's the your movement? movement? My movement is 25 feet. You basically make it over the lip. You make it over the wall and to the other side, so you'll be just above A on the inside of the wall. Okay. And the dragon currently is where Belsiar is on the map. Uh, yeah. 
I'll use my bonus action to use steady aim and give myself... Uh, actually, let me make sure I can do that. Can't use that because I've moved during this turn. That's annoying. Okay, what I will do is I'll use my bonus action to dash a little bit closer to B, which is another 25 feet of movement. Got it. And then I will... Fuck it, I might as well take a shot at this at this big old dragon and see if I can hit it. Can you use a bonus action to dash? Is that a racial feature? It's a rogue right, yeah, thing. Ro- rogue feature, yeah. I can dash, hide, disengage as a bonus action. It's a rogue thing. Nippy fuckers. It's just rogue shit. Just rogue shit. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> just another rogue thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what's the range on your weapon? Long range is 320 feet, and I have sharpshooter, so I don't take disadvantage. Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah, yeah. You can see people in a different country. You're just aiming at people, like, in <laughs> Truly. Uh, Truly. Maripol. Um, I got a 19 to hit. Hit. Ooh, nice. Uh, so I've got some allies within five feet of it, right? So I can, I can roll sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Um, 17 damage. 17 damage. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Done. What is the health of this dragon? It's looking wounded. You don't know exactly what its health is. It's, it's got a hole in its chest with smoke pouring out of it. Uh, from the squealer, it's got scars up its face. One of its eyes is dinged up. Um, still flying. Its wings have integrity. Uh, right, that's Tatty's go. Belsia, you're up. So I'm like danger close to the dragon, right? You are. I'm going to spend all my sorcery points, or most of them, to get my fourth level spell slot back. Then I'm going to cast Fireball. Can you still hurt me? Oh, are you in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm next to its face. <laughs> Okay, I'll use my. Oh, well, it's. Is it too late now? <laughs> I can take the damage. <laughs> I'll say it's too late now, just for, just for dramatic effect. I'll use careful spell to let Belsia only um, Hanash take only half damage, rather than the full damage. So everyone needs to make a dexterity saving throw of dex 13. Everybody. Anyone in 20 feet. So the dragon, Hanash, has already succeeded. Okay. He got 17. So it saves, so it takes half damage. I'll roll 96. Maybe this is a bad idea. Pregnant pause, listeners, as man picks dice up off floor. Or the fifth dice. Which is his only fans channel. <laughs> Suggestively picking dice up off floor. Just watching a man just repeatedly pushing D4s up his ass. <laughs> They're the worst kind. A D20 would go in and out nicely. A D4's never coming out. Oh. Too, uh, yeah, super pointy. So that's 7, 11, 13. I miss 7-Eleven. Mm, Unhappy those shopper. To- those toasties. Yeah, man. 
29 damage, so half of 29. 29 damage as you see the dragon's head spin around as uh, fire erupts from your hands, licking up the side. You see the dragon vanish in a ball of fire erupting as it just slowly dissipates. And through the smoke, you see the dragon smiling at you. (laughs) (laughs) You think fire is going to hurt a dragon? Uh, yeah. As you've done absolutely no damage to him whatsoever. Was, was it half a 29 <laughs> or 29 damage? Because I'm going to take the brunt of this, I think. Was, yeah. So I've, I've done more damage to Hanash. You've, you've done no perceivable damage whatsoever. Yeah. To the dragon. But Hanash has taken 20. 15. 15, 15 damage. 15 yeah. Damage. Ow. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> As you look over, you just see a crispy burnt orc, like missing what hair he had on one side of his face, one eyebrow singed off. And a singed dragon. C- c- can you believe this guy? He's on my fucking team. <laughs> Phenomenal. Love Are you guys in cahoots? Okay, right. Is that the end of your go? I have pure embarrassment. There's something else I can do. I just <laughs> just hover there a little bit. Shell shocked. Ponarch is sad because he thought the bonus action would be an apology, but he'll move on one day. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what that's what hurt the most. Not the fifteen fire damage. That's brilliant. It's attacks dash disengage dodge apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, crying crying is a free action. It's fine. <laughs> It's like a Willie Nelson song. (laughs) (laughs) The Willie Nelson of (laughs) D&D. Crying is a free action. Why didn't we get combat done in episodes? Oh, we were too busy with interpersonal squabbles. Too busy sobbing into the dragon. Yeah. Just telling, telling the dragon our own problems. <laughs> Too busy trying to get the dragon to join in on bits with us <laughs> about how about how we hurt each other. AJ's really quiet, like a, like an angry teacher. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just furious. <laughs> He's done all this work, and now we're trying to put the dragon into therapy. <laughs> We're right in outlaw country with him now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's giving some spoons and he's, he's sitting with a banjo somewhere. <laughs> Stop the press. This is AJ. Coming to you live and direct from the future. Yes, that's right. Do not adjust your listening set. This is AJ coming to you live and direct from the future. Now, unfortunately, we had so much fun recording this episode that we had to run way, 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 way over time. The entire runtime of the original episode was over three hours long. So we had to make the executive decision to slice it down the middle because the lovely people at Acast absolutely refused to let us upload an episode that long. Damn you, Acast. So, we're going to take a quick pause here, right in the middle of the action, halfway through the fight with the dragon. But don't you worry, 
I know what happens and how the fight ends. But if you want to know, you're going to have to hang on in there till next week. And trust me, you want to hang on in there till next week. Because let's just say the fight doesn't end well for somebody. Spoilers! But hell, this has been an amazing ride. 100 episodes. Who the hell would have thought it? All that time ago when we were pissing about playing Dungeons & Dragons to get us through lockdown, we would never have imagined that we would be here all this time later, still entertaining people. We still do it for the love. We still do it because it literally is the highlight of our week. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than gathering around with Chris, Raggy, Matt... Shan and Lewis and entertaining them with a massive dollop of fantasy fuck nuggetry. I literally go through my working week giggling, thinking about all the mischief that we're going to get up to and all the fun that we've had. And I just want to say a massive thank you to you for joining us for all these years. Whether you're brand new, whether you've joined us for the first time this week, or whether you're a seasoned veteran who's been following the crunk fuckers since day one, we just want to say a heartfelt thank you for all your love, care, support and encouragement. Now, hopefully we'll see you back here next week for the conclusion of this epic adventure. But whatever you do get up to, whatever adventures you find yourselves embroiled in, remember, stay tipsy! And we'll see you back here next week. <laughs>